0: Good evening, everyone. This is the dive. Today, I'm sitting with a couple friends, having a couple drinks, and um, I want to introduce some of them. My name is Keegan Wheeler, and I'm here. And my name is Shaquem, Shaquem, whatever you want to say, I don't care. From New York, yeah, I'm here. Not only talking too much,
1: but you have to represent. I need
0: Okay, so. We're basically going to be just chatting, as friends. We want to bring you to be part of our conversation. We might not be able to hear what you say, but we hope it's something good. So we're going to bring out topics. The first topic I want to bring out, (laughs) love. (laughs) Love. Love. What do you guys think about, what is love for you?
1: I feel like this is a heavy topic. <laughs> Very. <laughs> um. Hmm. Love. Very deep. Well, what do you think? What love is? I think I gotta make up my
0: mind before. Right, okay, I ready? <laughs> I think love is beautiful, yet painful healthy, yet toxic, I don't know, I, I, I don't think there is a real definition of love, but I do think love is, you know, people be like, it's a feeling, it's, it's seeing, it's action, it's touching, it's hugging, but I think love could be anything you want it to be, honestly, and I think that's where the five love languages come in, because people like receiving love in different ways Mm -hmm. and it's like if you like being hard but I tell you compliments every day you're not gonna see that as I love you Mm -hmm. unless I know how you like to receive love it's like speaking like if you speak English and I speak to you in Spanish you won't be getting it so I think that's what love is love is a complex way of communication
1: yeah I, I think yeah I definitely agree with you um I think, uh, love can be painful. Very. <laughs> Very, I think we've had. Um, but okay. it's, um, but no, love is, a uh, it's a good thing. It can, um, it can change a person for better. Or worse. Yeah, or worse. Of course, or <laughs> worse. But, like, that's positivity. Or better. And... and it's. I mean, there is no one way to love. There's different languages. There's um, different maturity levels. You know, there's young love,
0: innocent love,
1: innocent love, yeah, innocent love, and there's older. You know, what does love mean to an individual, and it not varies to individuals. Really, lots yeah. Because one love for someone could be like, intimate or like, a lot of sex, and the other one could be just. Moments of time.
0: So. Yeah. Or family too.
1: Yeah.
0: family. Well, I think that's a different kind of love. Well,
1: well, I mean, you're, you're saying love as in love. Oh, true. Are you saying like as in relationship or?
0: Um, I think just because we're old enough to have experienced a heartbreak and to have experienced being in love for the first time, I think I'm referring referring it more to like because of course like we love our families and yeah. even though like they might not be everything we want them to be sometimes mm-hmm. and they might fall short we still love mm-hmm. them but I think it's riskier to love someone who isn't I remember, I mean okay sounds weird let me backtrack it <laughs> <laughs> definitely don't
1: love <laughs> we're diving into something
0: else yeah not, we're not Yeah, no, um, but I mean like it's riskier to love of course like a sexual partner, you know?
1: Yeah, it, it, it's on a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's
0: I think it's the fact that you expect family to love you back. Even yeah, though that like, might un- not it's be it's unconditional.
1: The case. Yeah. But with a relationship it's all about conditions. And mm-hmm. it's it's um it's an unwritten contract. So, you know, like it's you didn't sign anything or you're not gonna get sued for you know not showing affection but it's expected of you yeah. you know like communicating compromising going up and downs that's expected you know it's um, yeah. there is it's not like a straight path it's not oh I want or this is what you want' It's something that you both have to compromise on
0: So let me ask you a question. How much are you willing to forgive?
1: How much am I willing to forgive?
0: Like, if you're in love with somebody, how much can this person do until you're like, I've had enough? I cannot go past it.
1: I don't... I don't... I don't think I have a good answer for this. Mainly because I'm very... Like, I don't even hold that much hate in my heart for, like, all the things. Like, just things I went through growing up. Like, everyone goes through certain things. Yeah. Like, but I don't hold a lot of grudges. I might be mad or I would push someone away because, you know, they're too toxic or something. But, I mean, also I'm young. So, you know, whatever you and I, like, let's say you and I got into a fight like a year ago. One, that's a year ago. There is so much time for you to grow and develop from there now. You could be put into a bad position. Yeah. And that's why you, you know, lashed at me or something. So, I don't know. I'm. Mean,
0: so, you're willing to forgive pretty much a lot.
1: Yeah, but there it, it, it's not. Except,
0: like, extreme cases, of course. Like, yeah, but I mean, there's yeah.
1: contingencies. Like, there's, you know, I'll forgive you, but, you know, I I don't want to talk to you. Or, you know, like. But do you still it, love? In a love situation?
0: Because oh, the question is wow. more related towards, like, how much are you willing to look past a person's, actions. a person's actions for you to still love them?
1: I mean, I understand why you call this the dive now. Like, is this
0: getting <laughs> I really do dive. I, I really like to Absolutely dive deep, deep into intuitive. stuff. I think mm-hmm. um, people are sometimes afraid to speak about things like this. Especially guys. Like yeah, like guys, for a fact. Because I know Um, I don't talk to anyone about this. Um, But it's stuff that like, even if it's not like, even if you're not talking about like your own experiences, just like the briefing about your own feelings in a way that it's not putting yourself out there publicly, it's still like, it's still like helping. It's like medicine for your own heart. Like, I don't know how to explain this. Like it helps you. Get rid of like any doubts you might have inside. I actually feel anxious talking about my feelings. Really, it doesn't matter to who I've talked to. No, 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 but it's not like your feelings. It's just like no, we, like like we're talking right now. Like you know, like you and I have had experiences, mm-hmm. but it's not. It doesn't mean that you're talking about your experience and I'm talking about mine. We're just talking about in general. Yeah. You know. So it's like I feel like that's liberating. Personally, I, I find it liberating to just talk about. Topics that I think about. Maybe it might be my anxiety, because <laughs> it keeps you it keeps me going. You know, thinking about different stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I like to think about like you know all the things that um, could be fixed. Um, but like that's my mindset. I'm a fixer. Like I, you know, I want to solve problems. You know, if something's wrong. This, you know, I want to help you. And so I'm, I'm starting to become slowly become like a listener. So okay. but you know, talking about emotions or not even my own but other people's is I think it's that's a challenge for me. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean a few people told me that like my voice is too feminine. It's not <laughs> deep enough for them. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Very, very strange. Yeah. Like I'm too skinny to be a guy. Really? Yeah. So,
0: I haven't. Had I mean, it's me.
1: so it like slowly eats the way, like even though not everyone thinks like that. Yeah, but it's like in the back of my mind, like you know, am I, you no. know, it doesn't matter. Do I care about people's opinions? Exactly. No, but yes, like
0: at the end of the day, that's it. It's like do you? And I think that's a part of how much you share. If you are an open person, you tend to not care about what others think. Because most of who you are it's out in the open. Mm -hmm. But when you tend to be, like, more reserved, that's that's something that I realize. Like, people who are more reserved, they get offended more easily than people who are more open. Mm -hmm. Because they know, like, for example, I know most people know about myself. And it's like I I find I haven't talked about everything that's happened in my life, but most of the things that happen in my life are out. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, I don't feel like it's a top secret, like CIA top secret, you know, but I do like talking and it's my way of like coping with my own feelings, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: It's interesting.
0: Sometimes I tend to talk a lot, like I'm constantly talking and talking and talking, but it's because like, I don't know.
1: I, I feel like I'm on the reserve side in comparison to you. More. Yeah. Like I think I just like started I feel you like some of my emotions are like frustrations like, you know, like not too long ago. But like I don't really talk to like my mom or my I mean I've communicated with her, my sister too. We started to communicate like as a family. So yeah. that's actually been really liberating
0: Yeah no like, definitely connection. Definitely coming out for me was the hardest thing i've ever done and it's funny because when i used to and i know we're changing the topic of love but it's, it's in the same sense it's like i knew my family was gonna love me for who i am but i still had doubts. Wow. so that's the reason why i decided not to tell them mm-hmm. when i first found out about it until i was sure enough about myself and it's like it was liberating for me to tell my family. It, it was liberating to the point where I cried, but I didn't cry because I was sad. I didn't cry because I was happy. I cried because I felt free. I just felt like this huge secret I had been carrying and hiding for so many years had been left out, and it's like I could just be me. And that, that really helped, just sucking three hours with my mom about like my sexuality and my, my, my own personal life. I think, really, like, changed me. Like, I know it was three hours one afternoon, but it it really changed me in ways that I've seen in the long term, but I couldn't really see at the moment. So that was really interesting for me. That was the one time where talking really made me feel free. So,
1: yeah. I remember, I was there, actually. Yeah, Uh, I was crying uh, like... 2017, I remember you came and you sat by me and was like so I finally uh told my mom yeah and I was like (laughs) really and you you were going off and this was at OCC
0: yeah and you
1: just had a moment where you were like I
0: was happy I was really happy yeah
1: Yeah. but it was like all bottled up and it just like yeah no yeah your brothers and sisters were supportive
0: They were all supportive, and it was very nice, you know? Like, even my dad, which I didn't expect. Mm -hmm. But he was, of course, like, well, okay, I made a mistake telling my dad. Mistake, not by telling him, but the way I told Mm them. So, (laughs) my mom was like, up to the day, my mom was like, you could have done it better. But, when I told Mm -hmm. my dad, I was scared. So, I was like, how can I make it me? without being me so i made a joke because i'm a fucking jokester. <laughs> so i told my dad i had gotten somebody pregnant <laughs> oh. and he was like wow what? what the fuck you're young you're, you're studying you're going to school and i was like you don't want me to get nobody pregnant he was like no you're young and i was like ha you don't have to worry about that because i'm gay so i i kind of like dropped it that way and he was like wait what <laughs> when he actually processed it <laughs> He was like, so you don't have anybody pregnant? And I was like, no, I don't have anybody pregnant, Dad. I'm gay. That, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, I won't get anybody pregnant, and you never have to worry about that. And he was like, oh, my God, what? Like, I, I can't, I don't understand it. Like, you, you're joking too much. So then I had to sit him down and be like, Dad, I'm gay. I suck dick for a living. <laughs> that was exact words. <laughs> okay, maybe not for a living, but I suck dick for fun as a hobby. <laughs> yeah. it, it was... It was it was a hard pill to make <laughs> to my dad, you know, but he, he took it well, you know, a bitch could to make their money. Not as well as you take it. True. Okay. <laughs> I took it better than my dad. <laughs> but, um, no, yeah, definitely. That's just me and people who listen to me, they know that I'm a jokester. And, um, yeah, I guess that's who I've grown to be. Mm-hmm. I've grown to make jokes kind of ease the mm-hmm. moment like when it's too tense i'm gonna make a joke so even at funerals which is funny and i'm like haha, everybody's saying good things but i wonder what the bad thing somebody's saying about like yeah. things like that you know and it, it's just because like i hate i hate crying i hate being sad i hate saying goodbye like, even with my friends even with family when i'm traveling i'm like
1: Yeah, it's like to fill a void, like, you know, you want to make yourself happy, so you make jokes and hopefully someone laughs, but not you're happy, like, yeah, there's a lot of jokes that I've said that I probably shouldn't have said, but
0: (laughs) you you can't regret that,
1: because you know, it happens, you can just learn from it.
0: Yeah, definitely learn from it. So, bringing the topic back to love. um, Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. Ready?
1: Okay.
0: What have each partner taught you? No name, just number. Like, each chronologically, partner. yeah. I'm not
1: going to do... I'm just going to say... Okay, yeah, that's better.
0: Because uh, I got a small list. <laughs> that's not, <laughs> not even a list. No, I'm not I'm over not here being like, Nineteen ninety eight to nineteen ninety seven something. This person something that but like Um
1: me hmm.
0: Is that true? Um Patience. I mean it doesn't have to be patient. I mean though.
1: I I've learned everything from a relationship I learned. Um it's not it's always a learning process. I don't look back. I don't dread on it. I don't, you know, look back and see pain. I look, for, you know, as a lesson. And it's, it's. I mean, I've I've gotten healthier actually. Going through relationships got me healthier as a person. Um,
0: so, you would know. you say you learn your own mistakes, or you learn to see yeah. your own mistakes? I
1: mean, it, it, it takes some time to learn you know like this is you know this is on you this is on them yeah. um everyone takes responsibility in it but it's to degree you know it's never someone's like you know one side's a hundred percent fault unless it, there is scenarios yeah. but it's not overall like a lot of scenarios can be situated by communication um but i've One, I've learned that I gotta like focus more on myself. And to me, I think love is dangerous because I've never focused on myself growing up. Okay. So um after getting out of some relationships, I've learned over time to like focus more and more on myself. So, you know, I'm drinking water. All day, every day. I'm eating healthier. I don't hardly eat candy. I don't drink soda. I, you know, go to the gym. I read books now. Yeah. Um, one of them, you know, always pushed me to like read books and to drink water and, you know, a lot of stuff. And now I'm actually doing it. But I don't read books per se. I read either like studies or articles. Things, yeah, things, yeah, things that used. actually interest me. Storylines kind of they're weird, so I read things that are actually interesting to me, and then I'm like expanding my vocabulary, so it's, it's learning how to buy stuff for myself, that's probably another huge challenge that I'm facing, because I don't know how to buy shoes for myself, <laughs> I just put duct <laughs> tape hard. on it and be like, hey, it still works, you know, I don't care for the aesthetic reasons, and I'm starting to learn that maybe I should care, like, how I look, how How I present myself, yeah, Yeah. so that's probably one of the biggest lessons I've learned, you know, stop helping other people and help myself, put myself first, instead of other people.
0: For me, I think I've had two biggest lessons, you know, the first one was with the first person I've ever dated, it was a two-year relationship. More like one year and ten months, or something like that. But it was like <clears throat> it was a year and ten months of constant sabotaging. Like I was self-sabotaging, you know, like just thinking that this person couldn't love me for me. I was like, no, he's lying. He doesn't love me. Like it's not true. It's not true. So it was like I never saw it as. He was in love with me. It was just like we're dating and that's it. You know? It wasn't until <laughs> until things happened. I made mistakes and I saw how much my mistakes hurt that person. You know? And that's when I really realized that, wow, like people could actually fall in love with other people. And that's when I was like, I, that's when I realized that I had made a mistake. I was like, I lost the love of this person because I didn't want to understand that this person really loved me, you know? I thought this person was like not interested. I thought this person was like lying in a sense. So that was one of the biggest lessons. Like, it's okay to feel love. Like, it's fine. Like, when you're feeling love, it means something. And for me, it just meant like that I was lying to myself, you know? The other person told me that I could be committed to our relationship. You know? Um after I broke up with my first person, I was like, I never loved that person. I feel like that wasn't real love and I feel like I cannot commit to a relationship. You know, do I have commitment problems? And then it was a lot of questions and a lot of self-searching and like just to see like who am I? You know? Do I commit? Or am I going to be jumping from person to person every month of my life? Like, you know, grinder, is that going to be the rest of my life? Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I did it. I went on see until. Because uh, uh, I did it. I went into like an unhealthy hookup scene. And it was just like constantly hooking up with people who didn't bring anything to my life more than problems, drama nothing healthy, nothing to look forward to, basically, when I actually fell in love with this other person, I was like, wow, like, this person is this person, this person, and I love that person unconditionally, like, this person could do anything, and I would still love them, and it took me a while to get over them, you know, but then I realized, I was like, wow, I could commit to somebody if I really want." to, like, I didn't want to see the lesson from that relationship. And it was like six months, but it was like I was committed to that person. And I wasn't thinking about anybody else to that person. And like they, they did me wrong. They were young and it's okay. You know. Would I forget. <laughs> I don't know. Forgiving to me is really like hard. Because I think once you do the mistake once. And I forgive you, will you do it again?
1: Yeah. I
0: mean, it's like you learn the first lesson. Yeah. And that, that's where the distance comes in. Yeah, it's like I can't just forgive and be like, oh, you did it, you made a mistake, it's okay. What about before that mistake? Where was your head at? Why did, what, like, I think it's the fact that my confidence is not as high as it should be. Below the average confidence level, <laughs> and um, I think that's my problem. My problem is like, what did I do? Why did you cheat? Did I drive you to cheat? Was I missing something? So yeah. it's like it's a, it's a, it's a me problem. I know I don't see it as a dumb problem. They cheated. It's a me. They cheated on me because I'm lacking lacking something. So it's like, and then I can't forgive that person because I'm like, if you weren't happy with what I gave you the first time why would you come back
1: why you more are, of? Why would you stay and why didn't you say something
0: yeah communication like, you,
1: before cool. anything happened before it like mm. you know someone fell off their horse or like it's that's I don't know it's a scary situation to even think about
0: yeah, yeah. communication and that's cool. the one thing that I try to do And I try to do, not even with relationships, but with like friendships, with my own friends. When I'm having problems with my own friends, I call them and and I say, hey listen, this is how I'm feeling, this is the way I feel, this is why I feel this way, let's fix it. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm not just gonna hold it and wait for you to do something for me to lash out. I'm gonna bring it up to you privately and be like, hey listen, this is how this is what it's going on with me. This is how I feel. Let me know your part and then we yeah. can see what what's going on.
1: Yeah, and I've been working on communication more because I feel like um, you know, in the past, like I maybe I haven't been the best. So I'm trying to figure out ways. And what worked for me is like in person up front. Like, you know, yeah. over the phone, like you know no drugs involved nothing like it has to be like you have to be sober it has to be in person and it has to be as soon as possible and so um like my roommates back in new york i when a situation arrives i'm like all right well sit down at the table like we are gonna fix this before yeah there's no miscommunication is this what you mean is this not are you okay with this don't be like, yes, I'm okay with it, and then get mad at me. Like yeah. we, no subtle hints. You have to be yes/no. You gotta, and that's, that's. I think that's where other people, lack. include myself, lack like. Or fault, yes. Like, cause I need a dom- like a straight answer. Like, you can't be like, oh yes or no. You gotta. Be like sure, and
0: then like, you don't feel that way, and then you just to get over the problem. Be like sure, but it's bugging you. Like. Yeah. I just feel like I can't
1: focus enough yeah. on a person to be, to see, like, hints. Mm-hmm. Like, my brain runs super fast. I'm like, oh, man, I don't know.
0: Recently, actually, I had to do that with a friend. One of the people who I consider, like, the closest to me. I had to call them and be like, hey, listen, I feel like we're drifting apart. I hate feeling that way. He was like, oh, no, I've been busy. No, 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 it's not like you've been busy because I've been busy too. It's the fact that we're letting this friendship just drift apart because I know you're not busy, you know, because you are checking on everybody else, you know? And I'm checking on everybody else, but I don't feel the need to call you and you don't feel the need to call me. So, like, there's clearly something going on. There might not be anything, but I just want to clear the water, you know? So he was like, oh, no, like, it's not it's not that, it's just, uh, we're separated, and we're, we're you know, distant from each other, and I was like, I get it. Believe me, I get it, but we can, we've been making it work for a year and a half, and we've seen each other in this year and a half four or five times, so what's the reason, well, like, why? Why are we dressed in a bar, like? Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, we me and him talked, and we, we came to the conclusion that we were letting distance take the best of us. And so um we decided to keep in touch, you know, and like talk more often, see, make sure that he knew that I was there for him and you know, vice versa or whatever. I think it's important for friends to know, you know, that you're always gonna be there, but it's like even if you're like even if you're physically apart you're still spiritually together does that make sense yeah i
1: mean i sometimes i don't contact my like friends or family for years but sometimes i reach out to them and be like hey man i'm still in your corner like you know i love you and i support you you know like are you doing good in life You know, sometimes they are not doing good. I mean, but every once in a while, you know, reaching out, it does does a long way, yeah.
0: Yeah, it definitely helps. Definitely helps. Um, I know personally, like, I I guess that's another thing that um, I do need from, like, my friendships. That's, like, validation. Yeah,
1: validation is something that I've been learning to like accept. Um, the topic, anyways, because um, I always like try to seek approval from you know friends, family, or even relationships. Like you know, do I look good? Am I funny? Uh, you know, am I working hard? Am I giving you what you need? You know, like I, it feels like I need constant reinforcement, you know, for, and it's just the anxiety. Um, Yeah. Taking a break from relationships is, it helps a lot. It's finding who I am. I think hookups and all that, I think it's a fad. You know, like, you know, fad diets. It's like, oh, take this pill, it'll work, or get this surgery and it's like it'll work momentarily yeah. like you think oh i'm so satisfied and then it's just momentarily
0: gains. i mean it's it's the difference between sexually satisfied and emotionally satisfied you're sexually satisfied but emotionally you are you have a boy even void.
1: even then i don't i think you're sexually satisfied in that moment yeah definitely. but like in the long term I don't think you'll be that much satisfied.
0: But I mean, now we got to dip our toes into is everybody in a relationship sexually satisfied?
1: And, I mean, the short answer is no, but that's, everyone has their own battles.
0: Right, so it's, like, is there a way to be sexually satisfied and emotionally satisfied?
1: Yeah, I I think there is a way to do it. I I think so, too. It's just hard for people to compromise, especially on how America is structured. Like you need uh, a two-person income to just survive. Yeah. Um, I mean, but I I don't I don't like short-term gains, so I I want like you know something more stable, more long-term. I don't. I mean, it's it's just something. But on the other hand, seeking for approval is... I'm starting to, like, let that go.
0: Because
1: yeah. now I'm understanding, like, I don't need your approval to... Because at the end of the day, it's not going to matter, you know? Maybe yeah. I'll, I'll find, like, oh, hey, like, does this work for me? Like, you know, does this um, outfit work? Yeah. Or something. Um, but, like, I'm starting, like, I'm kind of done seeking approval for, like, you know... I look good and you know
0: just anything really. Just so if you had a message to close this session about everything we've talked, what message could you tell like our listeners? What what what, what could you tell them like about love, about approval, about learning from the relationships? About coming out. I don't know, like all the topics we've talked. In one short message? Yeah, it doesn't have to be story. Sure. It could be like just a closing message to bring all the ideas together.
1: I don't know. Life is a journey, it's important to know what to learn and what's. I, mean, I don't know. I don't have a straight answer. <laughs> I say live, love, laugh. Just learn. And if you can't learn, try again. Life isn't easy. The answers aren't there for you. But they're always
0: there. Yeah. My closing message will be, <coughs> communication is key, definitely. Um, in friendships, relationships, partnerships, Um, partnership, um yeah communication is definitely the best way to go communicate how you feel if you're feeling unsatisfied speak (laughs) up you know be like hey i'm honestly feeling like this can we try something new can we try something else it's okay like it's okay to talk it's okay to be like i'm not feeling satisfied like it's okay to not be satisfied i think
1: It was interesting because I had this conversation with someone else and it's people never talk about their own sexual relationship with their partner like yeah. when they're not satisfied or they'll just not say anything like if you if it's hard for a person to get off you need to communicate to the other person what yeah. you want And if you don't communicate, then it's just up in the air. They're just doing their own thing. Sometimes they'll be more invested in themselves. But if you you can be like, hey, this is not working for me. We need to change this up. Or hey, you know, like not interested in that. Let's steer clear and go this route. It's a science. And not everyone is 100% match, but it's a give and take
0: thing. Yeah, so you've heard it here. You've heard it first. heard it first. This was a nice chat. Definitely looking forward to do it again. This is Jason in the dive. Blessings coming your way. Positivity always. I'm always thinking about all my listeners. Everybody, you know, I bring you the truth. <laughs> okay, I don't know about the truth. But <laughs> I bring you... Don't just believe everything I say, okay? I, I talk shit. Do believe me, because if I tell you about something, it really happened. But I'm not God, okay? I make mistakes. I've made mistakes, and I'm here to talk about them. (laughs) I like sharing my mistakes.
1: You're only human.
0: I'm only human, exactly. Um, So it has—it's been nice. This is Jason, Um, and I hope you have a good night. And I'm gonna pass it to Keegan now, so he can give you some closing messages again. No, just gather say goodbye and well thank you keegan again for being on this podcast oh um but yeah here yeah. tell them something you wanna you want everybody to know uh
1: keep yourself first priority it's important to make sure that yourself is happy before because if you're always trying to focus on others you're, um, you won't be focused on yourself and then the time that you're actually focused on yourself, you're already lost. So and it's okay to help others. you know, just start building your own castle and then whatever you have left, some spare time, give it to others. you know it takes a little suffering to progress in life. You know, waking up early to go work out. Drinking water and not soda. Hmm. It's, you know, taking a moment to read a book when you don't want to. It's all do what you need to do and not what you want to do. It's a hard message to swallow, but spitters are quitters,
0: right?
1: All right. <laughs> uh, this is Keegan and I'm out. <laughs>
0: Uh, This is Jason, and I'm out. I'm going to use that from now on. I love it. (laughs) This is Jason, and I'm out. (laughs) Um, Thank you, Obama, for giving us that powerful message. And the mic drop. (laughs) Um, Have a good night. I hope you enjoy.